from Sefer Batsosa Sancheni from Rashiba uh, Kuchovsky. It took me a long time to pass, practice pronouncing that name correctly. Lukachovsky. Um, so recently, actually, yeah. Okay, no problem. Okay. Um, so, if you had asked you what, what I would focus on in the parsha, this is not it. Um, but he, he raises an important point. So, I want to, a lot of the, the, the truths that he has in the parsha is, is, I try to deal with, address, or you know, talk about the, the, the issues which are facing the, the, the Torah world right now. Thank you. You know, so uh, he's trying to focus on that. So this is the point which he touches on. Um, so I would look at the parsha and say the main the point of the parsha, of course, is he sees Mitzrayim in some way or other. Kriyas Yamsuf, when we spoke about that, the other years, etc. He focuses on the role of Moshe Rabbeinu in the parsha. Moshe Rabbeinu, obviously, in the parsha before. Moshe Rabbeinu, in the parsha before, his main role is, is, is at the Shtecha Mekadosh Baruch to bring the makas, etc. But the relationship between Klaus and Moshe Rabbeinu is not, is not so pronounced as it is in Parshas B'Shalach. We have Klaus, so Chazal saying that Klaus said to Moshe Rabbeinu, well, we will follow you out to the Midbar, even though it's, they're, they're following Moshe Rabbeinu. The decision to go out to the Midbar was based on that they trusted Moshe Rabbeinu to go out to, go out to the Midbar. Moshe Rabbeinu says, go back towards Mitzrayim. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Moshe Rabbeinu says, we're in. He starts after this, and Moshe Rabbeinu, why'd you take it out of Mitzrayim? Like, Moshe Rabbeinu, why'd you take it out of Like, there's God here in the world? Like, you know, like, like it. Mm-hmm. No, it's Moshe Rabbeinu. So they're upset at Moshe Rabbeinu. Uh, they're, they're, no, there's no food, they're upset at Moshe Rabbeinu. But you learn on Moshe. There's no water, they're upset at Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? So Moshe Rabbeinu becomes a very big focus of Klai Yisrael's. He, he plays this, this significant role, almost seemingly out, more, more than he should, because that their focus should be on Akash Baruch and not Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, so uh, that's the point, that, that's the point where he's talking, he wants to address that. How do we relate to the relationship between ourselves and our Gedolim? Right? What role do they play in our lives, etc.? Now, the background to the question is, um, I spoke about a Shabbos, Chumashir, a few weeks ago. Um, the Joseph Zoran says a fascinating thing. He says, he's talking about the idea of the mata. That the Moshe Rabbeinu uses the mata. The mata becomes a very, plays a very significant role in the makas. Like, why the mata? So the Ran says that the mata was, was with Moshe Rabbeinu at the time that he he's saw the Gilead with Hashem's Shechina and Arsina. So, something which is in the present, which has if it's involved in an act of Kedusha, there's a residue of Kedusha which remains with it. That residue of Kedusha can play, can make, can, can play a role. So that's why you find the concept of visiting the, the Kavorim of Tzadikim. Right? Because the body of the Tzadik had a Kedusha in it. And that Kedusha that, that is, is able to be ma'ar a different way to so uh, the Kodesh Baruch will, will respond to that element of Kedusha, give a hashpah through that, which can be beneficial. Kalbacharmer, when you connect to the, the Tzaddik himself. 
the tzaddik himself is a, is, is a significant vehicle of, of, of Hashpah of Kedusha. So I explained that, that this, this, is, that this concept that the Ron's talking about is the idea behind the Hasidic world that they, 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 have a, they, they put the, the, the tzaddik, the rabbi, in, as, in a central role in their lives. So we in our own are not able to access the level of Hashpah that we would like to get. But by being in the centering our life around the Rebbe, connecting to the Rebbe, we're able to get a greater hashpah than we would deserve otherwise. So that's a very powerful thing. It's also very dangerous. Because then your focus becomes the, the, the Kli as opposed to Kodesh Baruch So it's a two-edged sword. Uh, uh, the takes it, says a fascinating idea that Moshevera broke the Luchas, Meshachachma says, what, what had happened, that Klai Yisrael, related, related to Kodesh Baruch is, is a totally abstract being, is a very difficult thing. Especially if you imagine living in a world where the idea of concretizing a kayak in a, in a physical representation was something that everybody did. Klai Yisrael were of the Vanazor in Mitzrayim. There's an Abunya Chazgot of Aaron, Aaron the Kayan tells to stop doing a Vodazor. I mean, they were doing a Vodazor, because I'll say, hello, 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 hello. They were doing a Vodazor, and we try and call you so. So the idea that they, they relate to something physical, so Mashirino became that physical being. Mashirino was gone. They needed something else physical, and they found the ego. Mashirino comes down with the loose, he destroys the ego. They're going to latch onto the luchas in the same way. So when Shemesh first thing he does, he says he breaks the luchas. The luchas are just they are not. They're just a representation, a vehicle to Kadosh Baruch but they are not what you're focusing on. Haraya, we can break them. That's a, if the picture, the, the idea of breaking the luchas, the the very significant impact that it had on Klai this is this holy, holy thing. You, you can't get with it any more holy than the Luchas. And Moshe Rebbe was destroying it. Because, no, 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 you're not going to make your Luchas into what is art. That's not going to happen. It's a very powerful message. So, the, 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 one of the concerns of the Misnagdim was that this focus on the Rebbe can go too far. Um, you find during the during Bias Rishon, you have Yehoyosh was was Melch Yehuda. So the story goes that his that his Asayo uh, um, went and killed out everyone from Beis Yehuda to to destroy the Malchim Yisdavid, and she should become the queen and have, have power. So, so Yehoyoda um, Akayin took Yehoyosh, who was Ben Amalek, and hid him in a safe place. Where? Above the Kedosh HaKadoshim. And they didn't find him there. And he lived there. Yehoyosh comes, the Malach, and the people come to him and say, like, you know, obviously you're, 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 you're otherworldly. And the Kedosh goes into the, into the Kedosh HaKadoshim once a year, and he's like, you know, uh, and you're living there for like, you know, like, you know so they, they, they wanted to worship him. That's what happened at the end. They, they, he accepted that and they should worship him. 
Zechariyo, and Yehuda gave them Musar about him, they killed Zechariyo, and that's the story, that's the background of the story, how Zechariyo was killed. So they put Yehoyosh on a pedestal to the point that they worshipped him. Meshavenu, I mean, it's pretty impressive that you can go up to Shemayim and they type of stuff, you know, like, you know. So you need to find the balance, how to relate to Meshavenu, which when Kleiser lost Meshavenu, in their minds, they lost Moshe Rabbeinu. They were so un, so unsettled that the Chet Egel could take place. Moshe Rabbeinu plays this plays this outsized role, outsized role in Klai Yisrael. So, fast forwarding that to nowadays, what does that mean to us? That's the piece. Okay, so he gives examples over here. So, if you look at the parsha, he says you'll you'll find that the Chutz Shani. There's one thread which ties everything together. And that, that thread is the, their interface. So he says, but when Klaisel goes out to Derech, they go, he tells them to go back. So Rashi says, they went back. Everybody listened. Not one one Klaisel, remember Klaisel re, re, refused Moshebenu's command to go back. Close to Rashi, Lahagid Shwacham Shashamu Lekol Moshe. This is an extra race, never mistake. They listened. Vloi Amru Hechne Kard Iskarvel El Rifeno. Alo Tzichon Levroyach. Amru Ein Lana Elo Dibre Benam. Moshebenu says, "Go back. We go back." Good. They see it in front of the danger. They have tainus of Moshe, and they say, "The tain is on him. You took it out of Mitzrayim. Why, why do you take it out of Mitzrayim? Why do you Moshe take it out of Mitzrayim? What, what are you thinking?" They don't have water. When they ran out of food, they complained to Moshe, what's with the food? and when Moshe put his hands down, they didn't, and they lost. So Moshe Beinu is playing, like, my gosh. Shuv on the right, the page, the next page, the on the page. Shuv on the right, become a call, avoidus Hashem, shalami so, so you'll be my soul, so Moshe Beinu. You possibly see that Klai Yisrael, their relationship with the Kodesh ran through Moshe Beinu. Moshe Beinu, hands up. They're... They daven better. Moshe's hands down. They daven less. He says, "Kabbalah Shemesh Chotarot." After Roy and Kate said, "Boy, they beat you." 
Later on, but he explains the Chatego was Chayso was so confused, unsettled due to the Mashiach not coming back. Many people Chayso did not do the Chatego, but they didn't protest against the ones which were because the whole state was was a chaotic state. Where's Mashiach Like okay, so you don't have Mashiach no, no, that was that was so chaotic to them. The idea that Mashiach was not there, they didn't think straight. Okay, so, so there's a concept of a melech, there's a concept of a rav, there's a concept of a manik, there's a concept of a Moshe What's the role that he plays? So Rabbi Nesik L'Kadosh Baruch Hu, Hamuna B'Kadosh Baruch Hu B'Mahusa Hidavar Kosher M'Atker Mohed. It's very difficult. Yishwala B'Tiboy M'Unyan B'Dwar M'Mukhashim. We relate to things which are physical, which we can sense, their sensory, sensory perception. You want to see, you want to be able to touch, you want to be able to interface, feel it, etc. Things which are, which are unclothed, literally, means that, means that there's, it's just a, a concept. It's very hard. So let, let, let's let's clarify his point. He doesn't mean intellectually it's hard. We deal with intellectual concepts all the time. That intellectual concepts are real to us is very difficult because we relate to things physically. And if there's no physical element to it, it doesn't have the same feeling of reality. Kashmiru is intellectually we believe in a Kashmiru. Translate that into Lamaisa, how I live my life, and how much it impacts me, controls me, and affects me. Right? So, a person is about to do an Avera. So, the Morses are really asking They came, they asked him, he's very sick at the end. They asked him to give him a rock. He says, You should have your Shemaim, like have your Spasa Vidal. He said, That's it? He says, How am I? Right? And he says, Haraya, when a person's in private, says, no, no, nobody should see me. Uh, excuse me, sir. There's somebody seeing you. It says people, human beings, you notice, and and and, it, and even though you, it's a, you, whatever your tie, whatever it is, but uh, you're embarrassed in front of somebody. You're not embarrassed in front of Boruch because he's not real. He's real. That's here, but not here. So he's saying that that, that did so relate to something in a re, that is part of our reality when it's, we have no way to relate to it in a phys, physical way. It's very difficult for us. That was what Avodah Zor was about. You could touch it. They told us by You can see something. You can relate to something. It, it, it calls to you in some way. So what? So the Rambam says a fascinating thing. The Rambam says that the concept of Karbonus, the concept of the Mishkan, was a consent, a, con, a, consent, a concession on the Karbonus part to this reality. Man cannot jump from the world of their relationship to Avodah is physical, 
the idea of bringing a carbon, all of that, there's a physical interface to just a conceptual, intellectual interface. So the Bershom, in concessions to, to, in concession to that limitation of man, created a Mishkan with something to focus on, and there's carbonates, etc. Scary Rambam. The Rambam says, lost in love, there's going to be a time where the Chazal said, all carbonates will be bought, except for carbon title. All carbonates will be bought. So the concept of Avoida, that carbonates are a vehicle of Avoida, will no longer exist. We won't need it anymore. That's how the Rambam understands it. What Rabbi Bukhachovsky is going to suggest is the idea that we have human beings that we see as godly, extraordinary, plays this role of making a person work on Bukhach to us. That's what he wants to suggest. We, we need a shliach. Human beings which we know spoke to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. They had Nebuah. And they are able to make a physical connection for us. It's fascinating. The, the Villagoy says, like, when did Nebuah stop? When the dates are for Avodah Zoros, and Bidah by Shani, Davin, the Bershers, take away the Yitzhar for Avodah Zoros. At that point, Nebuah ended. All the, the Vim who were alive at that point, when they died, there was no more Nebuah. So the God says, because Nebuah was created as the counterbalance to Avodah Zoros. And as long as there's a runner's in the world, which is called to the physical way, the person has the Nebuah, that there's a physical way to relate. These human beings, which had a, they could be, they could be, feel an inter interface with the Kodesh Baruch It's not just intellectual. They spoke to him. So that's the balance. When you take away a Zorah, and you have this, the here is gone. Because this is real, and, this, and the Vodah is not pulling you anymore. So it comes out, the, the, the council of the war was to give us a kosher way to have a physical interface with the Kodesh Borough, or a semi-physical, have a conversation with it. Not me personally. We have, and the Chazal say that there was, the Nevi'im all over the place. There was, there was 1.2 million Nevi'im in Klaisa. Well, we have written down the war for the Darus. But you know your your next door neighbor was a Navi on this side and Navi on that side, you know, right? I mean, they're, they're all over the place. They they Kleiso lived in a world where the human beings, which we could look at and, and realize these are human beings, which are able to have direct communication with the Kodesh Baruch See, even if I didn't have that, it just changes my way of relating to the Kodesh Baruch He's much more perceptible. Imagine that any time you go to Moshe and say, you know, I'm not sure, I'll talk to, let me ask the Kodesh and he has an answer. Like, that was so powerful. 
Russian was so real now. We get Moshevero got it because Klaisel needed it. Klaisel also had the ego means they didn't use out Moshevero's levua properly. Moshevero's levua is, is, is lessened. It's not working. It's not working. So it, we, I gave it to you that it should accomplish excellent accomplishing. So you, you don't deserve it on your own. It's for Klaisel. The chet ego, maybe you do loss. It has to go down. Who needs you? I mean, that sounds more powerful, right? I mean, like, Moshebeno wasn't the goal per, for himself. He was, a, he was there as a Kali to help Klai Right now, it's not relevant. That you want to say Klaiso to change everything that they ever lived in. It's create a nation which lives totally different. The Russians are, I'm going to create a vehicle in the middle that you can you can you can tap, you can touch. Fascinating way of looking at Mashabainu. So Klaiso's on their way, Samat and Torah. Mashabeno is going to play this outsized role. He's not just the the nice rabbi, you know, with, 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 with long white beard, right? He's Kaiser. He, can can touch him, and and realize that the, the, you know, um, there's a fascinating Torah that says that the Torah says the Rav says that that every bracha with us and every shem of is in the bracha is not a valid bracha. So Tosha says, well, what about Shemnesrei? Baruch Hashem Elokeinu Melokeinu Seinu. Doesn't say Melokeinu alone. So Tosha says that, that that tonight is not relevant. B'Shas, B'Kashat, Atfilah. B'Kashat doesn't need a, 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 that type of Baruch. One Territ. Second Territ is, Avram Avinu was, Mel, was is Malchus. When you saw Meshubbena, you saw Kodesh Baruch came to America uh, fundraising so I don't they somebody arranged he met with the, the the mayor of New York they gave him a key to the city you know the, the key to the city right. things so afterwards he spoke he says that this is a this is a you know a, a Irish Catholic guy. He, he says he says Dar- Darwin says man came from monkey I met Rabbi Leibowitz, and I know the man that I come from, Monkey. You, you looked at Rabbi Bear, and, and you saw uh, such a short human being. You could, you, you see the man as something more than just physical. We had that. I had the mice in Cleveland with, with a picture for Marisha. 
after Russia, after Russia finds him as Nifter. Um, so, Russia wasn't so well known outside of the from world. But by his funeral, they had the largest funeral the world, you know, America had ever seen. The 250,000 people by this funeral. So, like, all of a sudden, all the newspapers are covering this Rabbi Feinstein. Like, who is he? You know, like, you know, I've never heard of him, you know, like, like you know. So, um, Rabbi Feitman, Rocket Feitman, he's now in the five towns. He was involved in Cleveland then. Very, very um, polished, articulate speaker. And one of the conservative, large conservative synagogues reached out to Rabbi Feitman who would speak to them about Rabbi Feinstein. And Rabbi Feitman went to Rabbi Gifter and told him to do it and gave him certain, you know, Things like how to remark, but you know that you know, how they set it up, etc. So, Refinement went to speak over there. He brought an artist easel, a large easel, and he put a very large photograph of Ramosha on the easel you know, while he was talking. You know, so he had this picture of Ramosha. After he spoke, a woman came over to him and said, "You know, says Refinement says, Rabbi, you know, I look at this picture. I just see there's something extraordinary in this person's face." You know, I want to know more about this. This woman actually ended up becoming Froom from a picture of Marsha Feinstein. She looked at Marsha's picture. She said, "There's, there's something more that I, I want to know more about." In looking at a picture of Marsha, you see there's something more to this world. Right? That so, imagine Marsha Rabbeinu. Right? That that impact that he had. So. It comes out, taking that thought of Moshe and moving it forward, Kleisel set up an interesting way. I, 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 I forgot where I saw it. Like, I saw this uh, secular writer was trying to understand, like, he was covering the Siemashas or the convention, etc. He says, there's no other group of people in the world who treat these all elderly men like rock stars. <laughs> like, you can just see like the adulation and the excitement when these elderly men walk in. Right? Like, it's, you're not getting anywhere else. You know, just think, I said, I never thought of it like that. That's an interesting point. You know, like, you know, like, you know. You know. So, down on the bottom. Mahalach HaDoros, Keshavot L'Nubuah, Hizchal HaVakesh Yishalami Yisraelim Im Levi HaShem, we don't have the word but now we have, Keshav HaVakesh Yishalami So, they became the vehicle. Miyarim Shanech Horbis, Mikdash, Nitla L'Nubuah, Min L'Nubiyam, 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 they act as the, 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 the connection. is is the anchor. They anchor us. Okay. However, there's a point I want to talk about. So before I get to that point, and one of these fascinating things, you know. I, 
you have like you know, two chassidim get together, like you know, from different chassidus. Man Rebbe, Man Rebbe, so we have the, the, the modern version of it. You know, the people that you, you, you tell wonder stories about Reb Chaim Kanievsky. Like, why are we doing that? Like, the Alton Luther Chevelle, this wasn't really him. Like, we didn't focus on his personality, we focused on learning. Like, but the, that was what the Rashibas, you know, pushed, 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 pushed. But the Barakim and today, we, we spoke about how, how, how genius this one is and how much this one knows and his Asmada. Why was that important for us? Because, because of this point. This person, I look and say, I say this person is extraordinary. You know, and you say they're, they're, they're miracles, or they're clairvoyance, and you say, wow, these people, because of the Kaddish Baruch, because of the Torah, they're different. So that makes Torah more real to us. There is a lot of stories of Shira Rukhaim, Rukhaim. There is like, like weird stories. And if you'd ask him himself, like, I remember one time, in tells of my days, going to the Chassam, with Rishus to go to the Chassam was two cars. Go to New York, you had two cars worth it, which was, you'd pack six bucks in the car, three in the front, the good old bench, you know, the bed, the, the seat the, those in the front, in the back, you had six guys, you had 12 guys went to the house, and that was it. The, the Chassam would give a Rishima a list of the, the names that he wanted, then the, the Bachman would have to ask for Shustam the Shimmer of Chaim. He might say yes, he might say no. No, you should stay, you shouldn't go inside. Here you are, it's the middle of the winter. The Chas is in New York, and he tells, tells the group of Bachman, he says, he says, no, no, you have to stay. You have to wait after for Seder to go. It's a 10 hour drive to New York. Leave after for Seder, you leave at 1 o'clock, you're not going to make time for the Chas. One car listens, she becomes the other car said, that's it, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Middle of Pennsylvania, the second car, a, a, a tractor trailer, 18 wheeler, had, had jackknife across Highway 80 until they got to the, 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 the tow trucks and got it out. Traffic had backed up for, for three hours. The second car met the first car sitting in the traffic over there waiting. I, I don't know. A brother came to Rashi Rukhaim to go to, go to, go to travel for a simple. He, he, you know, Rukhaim asked him, what airline line is he taking? Okay. So he's taking this, he says, no Delta. Don't, only take Delta, don't take that airlines. There was a mice with the airlines at the end of it. How do you know this? I don't know, I have no idea. Like, you know, like, weird stories. And, then, like, and these were like, you ask him, he says, because Delta was cheaper, so why should the brother waste so much money? That's what he would tell you. Right, you know, but we, like we said, we have, we know, we have, you know, like, you know, like, you know. And, and it happened, Kaseder, these type of things. So, for us, it, is it, obviously this, because of his dedication to Torah and to mitzvahs, he saw things more clearly than we do. He was on a higher plane. There was a reality which he was touching into. I remember that Rosh Hashanah was every year, Rosh Hashanah was in the, was Friday, the beginning of Rosh Hashanah. You know, before my heart. And you get up, and he would start off almost every year, Hashem, the David Hashem, Arvi Yishi. Because I'll say, Arvi, Zerah Shashan. He says, Tzfana, oh, Tzfana, Lichtlikait. There's a light. 
And you would see him seeing a light. And you're going, what, what is he seeing? That he is seeing an orb, a light. There's a light in the world which Rosh Hashanah is. And he's seeing this light. And what is he seeing? And every year he was like, and you'd see it in his eyes. He was seeing it. It was like scary. That was, that was powerful. What's the problem? The problem is this challenge. The eager relationship we have with the Shibra Khan was he said Shir, he said Mushushmuzin. It was down to earth. It was it was it was a swore, it was a kasha. You argued with him, you yelled with him, you fought with him, he 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 mushed you out. Right? It was real. It was like it stand it was down to earth stuff. At some point in time you put the person on a pedestal, you stop that. And that's not his role. Like Rukhan Kiryasi became a Khsidish Shareb as Omar Chuldigan. Rukam Kiryevsky, I, I, I went to visit Rukam in 1989. Rashach was alive. The, the, the person who dealt with all the issues of Kalaisa was Rashach. And we went to Rashach, my wife and I went to Rashach, so we had a phenomenal meeting with Rashach, we there for 15 minutes, 15 minutes with Rashach. It's like, you know, like Rashach bills at $50,000 an hour. You know, like, you know, like, you know, like you know, it was like Alice rule. You got 15 minutes by Rashach. Next day I went to Reb Chaim. It was in Bnei Brak. I went to Reb Chaim. I said, what's the learning? So Reb Chaim had to follow Makiyas. So I asked him a kasha. And there's a saver called Yad Ephraim. It's a piercing shukh on earth. In the earth, I'm raised on days. And he says an interesting chiddush. I asked Reb Chaim, is there any makor for this, this chiddush anywhere in Shaz that, he's, that, that, that Yad Ephraim is saying? That's what Reb Chaim for. That's what they're learning. And, we, and we, you know, he, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't dealing with Klaiso's problems. Rashach was. And he said he was learning. So he spoke to learning. You know, and then after he asked me, like, well, you know, why I came to him? Like, why, why, you know, Batal he says to me. I said, yes, get him on the side, get him out of why I came. I spoke to Rashach already. Decide to sublime. Decide to stay. Don't go back to America. Stay here. Like, you know, like that was the conversation with God. So I told him, Gifta told me to stay in America. Shiva Gazelle, Shiva Gazelle. Gifta Zelle, Gifta Zelle. But it was that, it was like, that's how he went to Rukh Fast forward, I don't know how many years later, my son was, wants to rehearse this, so he wants to go to Rukh Haim. I told him, I have no cheshek. I have no cheshek to go to Rukh to butcher his time that she got a bracha. Then it was bracha vatzlacha, it was before Buha. No, it was like bracha vatzlacha. Like, uh, the, let the man learn. He, he's doing much more for Christ, so sitting and learning than, than give, being, being in this, this reception line saying, Rukha Matzlach to people. If you have an issue, you, need to, you want to get an Eitzah Rukhaim. He's, he's, a, he's a person who's the Baletzah. I understand. You need a, you need a or something. I understand. Stop, just you want to. You want. So I thought I had an occasion. He says, he lost his head to me. He says, Ta, you saw Rukhaim. I never get the song. See him. I want to see her. Oh, okay. I, good time. We went, and it was it was very it was very frustrating to me. Like they made him into a rabbi, like, you know. Like, he's not a rabbi. He's a, he's a tamachacham. That his main role is to teach Torah. And it gives us. If you need help, you daven. But this whole like, you, 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 it, it was. But that's what happens. 
Tamshu called Rabbi Yisrael. Hey, Rabbi, and that's the Hey, Rabbi Shkuna here. We're talking to Echad, and he's passing the Shnei. Shurish Adorim, who manig Ruchani. He's he's a leader to, to help teach us how to serve a Kaddish Baruch properly. Mulamid is son of Mal Ratzon Hashem. There's a second role. He becomes, he gets an authority over us, he gets a power over us. He becomes the address to discuss all difficult issues. That empowers him. He has a certain power. And the more, as he expands his, his roles around, he, he, stopped, he stops being a rabbi, which is a teacher. To be a monarch is a leader. He, he leads and we follow. It's a different type of relationship. See, historically, that was the Malach of the Kargonel. The Malach was the monarch. The Kargonel was the, the, the theoretical role, role of the Kargonel was to be, the Vaida was Kargonel is the greatest of the, of the Kahanim. He's the he's the Tamachacham that you're looking at. He's this his spiritual individual who would give us an understanding of what spirituality is supposed to look like. And then there was the Malach. That was where it was. Um Rosh Sanhedrit, Fine. There was a certain dependence from Christ on Bavel. There was two people. There was Yeshiva and there was Rosh Galusa. Almodera's are next page. Zelokach. Even shall stay how Samchiyos, Biyad Oysa Ishiyos. Only Grim Lebilbo Ben Halacha said the Harav Halacha Son Zim Halacha Malach. So who is he? Is he your teacher? Said the Harav, or is he now? He's your Melech, in a certain sense. Melech who Adam Shema who say who laaget as a tzibur. The role of the Melech is he acts as a, as a unifier. Kasher Nesinim Zayikim Begaron Nicher Yichi Hamelech. It's a fascinating thing that the people who, the patriots, the, right, you see a Melech, oh my gosh, that means we're like, we're like, we're voted. No. That, that's our king, and this is our nation, and because he's powerful, we're power, we are a group and we're powerful together. It raises us up. In a certain we're, all, we're, we're not we're, we're a lot of individuals without the king. We, we become empowered. A leader empowers a, 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 a movement. 
Shasibur Mamlech al Atzim Melech, whom is Agur Margish Tchusha Shlita Oitzmasis. He has tremendous power. So Mashatoch was some Laharitzusan. The the main respect for the Melech is because of the, his power. Aratza Elov Hukli Hischabras Oitzim Shal Tzibur Shum Matzik Biyom. So we're respecting him because of the power which represents the power of the Tzibur. So when I look at Roshach, look at Rucham Kanevsky. The Chaz looks at the Baba Rebbe. Does he see a Tamil Chacham who he's learning from? Or does he see the power of Babel, of, 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 of Babav, not Babel, excuse me, of Babav being represented in that individual? We're a powerful group because we have, this is what brings us together as a group, and we have, we have weight. We can accomplish. It's two, it's totally two different types of thought processes. It's not a it's not a process at the end of the day of, of law, of learning. It's about empower, being empowered and and being and being seeing ourselves as you know, people of stature. We are the followers of the Rebbe, and the Rebbe represents this strength that we have. Like talking about Babacha Chosid, like you know, like the Babacha Rebbe is like he's like a melech for them, but he represents everything, the strength of the Babacha to them. The Babacha can do this, Kabbalah can do this, Kabbalah can do that, because the Rebbe. So he he you took him out of being the Madrich and the the Malamed into a whole different role. Going out to Kesiber Gadol Magubash with the Atzmai. Okay, but Harutzel Rav, skip the paragraph. Nevas me hachdo shalom lekarish boruch. When you look at the Rav, the main goal over here is the Rav represents the Karish boruch. He helps us understand the the, the Brezhnev's presence, and we feel humbled. Harutzel the Melech nevas me Harutzel his agit hachas shulton mesudr. It's two different thought processes. It's two different approaches. The Chalutin. One is humility, lowering oneself, accepting authority of the of the Shalom. The other one is being empowered. And we now have a power as a group. And that's uh, what he's he continues on and talks about the danger of that and the problems with that, etc. Uh, just I think, but I think just simply even just the analysis and the pinpointing of that is a fascinating and important pro- point to understand that challenge. I think so. We don't feel it as much. See this world for sure. We're not, you know, you know, not really interfacing with even the Chabad here. It, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. We're not that into the the concept of Moran, this leader who's like Meshichah Lamala, and he represents us type of a thought, thought process. Um, the Yeshiva Shabbat has moved towards that direction. 
So we're saying, I think, in that regard, it's still like, you know, 30 years behind the Sishi Roosevelt. Um, in this sense, I think it's a positive thing. Um, all the areas where she might disagree about that, but um, and, and, and he's raising it as a, it's an issue. This has become, and, and when I was when I was a barker, like it, it didn't exist. Like, you know, obviously you had tremendous respect for the the, the etc. But it was, but it was, it, it was more along the lines of. First of all, it was multiple Gedalim. So multiple Gedalim, uh, to some extent, mitigates this issue. Because you're saying each one, so there's not one individual which it comes like you look at as... So uh, the point is each one has tremendous milers, etc. You learn from them, etc. The more you put one person in, 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 in that role, the more it becomes something different. Um, uh, he's not a big fan of it either. <laughs> okay, let's hold it here. I think that should be a. Oh, you think the yeshivish world moved as well? Yeah, Shabbos Mish. You know what you think? The the which world moved this way? The yeshivish world or what? What? What's the yeshivish world? Yeshiva world nowadays has moved to some extent into the world of like. They relate to the gedolim, the, the leaders. Besides, as the rav, as the as the manhig type of relationship, which comes with with, with challenges. Why is that? Why are the challenges? Or why did that happen? Why did that happen? Um, my theory. Uh, I was talking about this before that the yeshiva world was very small 50 years ago. I went to Tells in 1974. That's 50 years ago. It's scary to think about that. Um, <laughs> not for me, it's not. It's like, I told somebody, says like, I've been in yeshiva for 50 years, that's not I'm graduating yet. Um, there's one group. Each person in the group felt appreciation of, of the role that they played because there was, there was a few thousand B'nai Torah in America. So each one of you was very precious. When you said there's 200,000 B'nai Torah in America now, you don't feel the same way about yourself. So the way you get this feeling of, of, of self-esteem is you, you see yourself as part of this big tzibur, uh, you know, which is not necessarily positive. So you have a large amount where people like, you become a conformist because you want to be part of the group. So the group gets, and it's, like he, point, part of what he, point he's saying is that having somebody to, to gather around, it helps concretize that and make it even more powerful. So we have the Gadol or the Gadolim. They play a role now of like, there are flag, flag bearers of what we represent. So we, we're cautious because we are this powerful zebra who can accomplish. And the Melech, the, 
represents that, you know, that role. Um, that's not the healthiest way, right? It's a normal, I think it's a normal process which is going to happen when you're, the, the, the individual self-worth of when you're one of, of 100, uh, you know, 200,000, it's very hard. So you see yourself, your worth is being, because you're just, you're part of this group, and then there's the, then there's the us and the them. A lot of things that come with that. Um, this is that that's, where, that's where we're at. Um, right, that's my theory.